Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I'm going to discuss the really exciting tax strategy of supercharging your solo 401k contributions with the non-deductible or after-tax contribution strategy. Now, a lot of people don't realize that 401k plans allow you to make pre-tax contributions like a traditional IRA or Roth contributions like a Roth IRA, but some plans also allow you to do after-tax contributions which are sort of in the middle of the pre-tax and the Roth contribution. Non-deductible or after-tax contributions are not Roth, meaning they are not treated for tax purposes as a Roth. What that means is that when you're over 59 and a half and the Roth IRA or 401k account's been open five years, you are able then to take tax-free contributions on all of your uh, investment gains and contributions and income from the Roth. That is not the case with an after-tax contribution. After-tax contributions, the income on appreciation of the contributions are subject to tax. So they're not as attractive as a Roth, but some people still find them a little bit more attractive than a pre-tax. Now, when it comes to solo 401ks or 401ks, there is a strategy that became more widely known and, and is starting to become more prevalent um, because a notice – an IRS notice in 2014 called Notice 2014-54, which gave some clarity as to what actually can be done with these non-deductible contributions. See, prior to 2014, if people had non-deductible after-tax contributions in the plan, there was some confusion as to where they could be rolled over. How do you roll them into a Roth? Can they be rolled into a Roth? Can they be rolled into a pre-tax? What happens to them? So the issue is there was some uh, – confusion and people stayed away from uh, after-tax or non-deductible contributions because they were worried they weren't sure what would happen to them after they, uh, the plan was terminated or they left their job or they wanted to move the money into an IRA. Where exactly would those funds go? What are the rules surrounding the rollover or distribution? There was a lot of confusion and there was not a formal position by the IRS, so people stayed away from the non-deductible contribution option. So notice 2014-54 came out and added some clarity as to actually what happens to these after-tax contributions. And it stated essentially in, in summation that uh, it allows pre-tax and after-tax funds to be distributed from a plan on a pro-rata basis and to be separated once the distribution is made. So the, the pre-tax would go to the, a traditional IRA, the, the Roth would go to a Roth IRA, and the after-tax could then be converted into a Roth. So you do have options if you have after-tax contributions in a plan. You now know that they could be converted into a Roth, and they're not stuck in the 401k plan. So that opened the door to this whole idea of supercharging your 401k plan contributions with non-deductible contributions. Now, as we know, in 2015, for a solo 401k, you can defer up to $53,000 if you're under 50 or 59000 if you're over 50. Now, there's generally two components to that number. There's the employee deferral, which allows you to put in 18000 if you're under 50 or 24000 if you're over 50. And then the employer contribution, also known as a profit-sharing contribution, which could then be made either 25% of your compensation if you're a C-Corp, S-Corp, or partnership, or 20% of your compensation if you're a single-member LLC or sole proprietor. So if you take the employer deferral of 18000 or 24000 and the employer contribution, if you add those together, they can't exceed 53000 if you're under 50, 59000 if you're over 50. Now, the employee deferral could be in pre-tax or Roth, and the employer contribution, the profit sharing, is generally in pre-tax. 
those funds could then be converted into Roth uh, as an in-plan uh, Roth conversion, subject to tax. So where does the after-tax non-deductible contribution fit in? Well, interesting enough, non-deductible contributions are not subject to any of these uh, employee deferral or profit-sharing contribution ceilings, meaning they're not subject to the 18000 or 24000 or the 20 or 25%, meaning you can generally put in an entire 53000 or 59000 of your income, so long as you have it, as non-deductible contributions. So this allows people on a dollar-for-dollar -dollar basis to supercharge their contributions. You know, for example, if someone made $100,000 in 2015 and were f under 50 years old, they'd be able to put in 18000 and either 20% or 25% of their compensation, giving them, if they were sole proprietor or single-member LLC, 20% of 100, that's 20,000, plus 18,000 is 38,000. So they'd be capped at 38,000, even though they made 100,000. Now, what they can do is they can make an after-tax contribution of the difference between 53,000 and the 38,000, giving them the ability to add more money into their plan, even though they exceeded uh, the employee deferral uh, or they reached the employee deferral max of 18000 and the profit sharing max. That will allow them to supercharge their retirement account to add non-deductible contributions equal to the 53000 so long, of course, if they, as they wanted to do that. So they'd be able to put in, uh, my example, another you know, $15,000 or so, um, which they wouldn't have been able to do if the non-deductible contribution option didn't happen or wasn't allowed. Same as if someone made $60,000, technically they can make a $53,000 non-deductible contribution because the contribution figures are not grounded or they're not um, governed by the employee deferral limit of 18000 and 24000 or the profit-sharing contribution numbers. So it's, you're basically allowed to go dollar for dollar up to 53000 or 59000 to make after-tax contributions. It's a really neat concept. Um, you know, some people want to do pre-tax contributions because they want the tax deduction. Others want it in a Roth immediately. But it's certainly something to consider for someone who made thirty, thirty-five thousand and is able to defer all of it into a plan. You can put in almost all of it as a non-deductible contribution, meaning you don't get a tax deduction. But at that point, you can convert it to Roth and then get the benefits of a Roth account. Uh, but it certainly allows you to put in more money. For example, if you only made 30000 bucks and you were under 50, you'd only be able to put in 18000 plus, let's say, 20% of 30, giving you around five or $6,000, which is, let's say, 23000 The non-deductible will let you go almost all the way up to your compensation amount. So it's a really interesting uh, tax strategy for supercharging your uh, 401k contributions. Number one, you've got to make sure your plan allows for it. Not all plans allow for non-deductible contributions. Some don't because there's accounting uh, you know, complexities, and some of the plans don't want the administrator to have to deal with three different accounts, pre-tax, non-deductible, Roth. I think it's a good idea to have three different bank accounts under your plan to keep everything separate. Um, of course, if you're the only person, uh, maybe that's not necessary, but I think it's a good idea have a plan account for pre-tax, plan account for non-deductible, plan account for Roth. It makes your life a lot easier and simpler from an accounting perspective. Uh, bottom line is non-deductible contributions are something people need to start looking at. It allows you to go dollar for dollar you know, up to the 53 or 59,000. 
especially if you are in a position where you've maxed out your contributions on an employee deferral and profit sharing and you have extra cash lying around, you can dump it into the plan as a non-deductible contribution and have that money grow without tax, which is the key. You don't get the tax deduction, but the money is growing on a tax-deferred basis. You can then convert it to a Roth and pay tax on the amount of the conversion. Now, if you do a Roth conversion, you have to take into account pro rata Roth conversion rules, meaning if you have other funds in there pre-tax, you're not going to be able to just convert everything from non-deductible to Roth. It works on a pro rata basis. That's a topic for another podcast because the rules on the Roth conversions in a 401k are somewhat complex. But just know that you do have the option to do a Roth conversion and the non-deductible after-tax contribution strategy is a really neat way to supercharge your contributions to a plan, especially if you've got extra cash lying around and you haven't reached your maximum yet. It's something you may want to consider. Talk to a tax professional, tax advisor, CPA. Give us a call, IRA Financial Group. You can check us out at www.irafinancialgroup.com. I have a book on the solo 401k called Going Solo, America's Best Kept Retirement Secret for the Self-Employed. It's available on Amazon. Certainly check out a copy. And or give us a call anytime, 800-472-0646. My name's Adam Bergman. I'm a partner with the IRA Financial Group. And I hope you found uh, this podcast insightful. Thank you.